Yo guys, what is good? Welcome to Gaming Gone Weird. This is episode 27. I am your guys' host today, Nick Tana. And guys, before we get into the show, I just want to say I played one of my favorite video games of all time as a kid. Today, while I was doing my Hogwarts review, I was ended up playing Sonic Adventure Battle 2. Julie, have you ever heard of that game? I love that game. I love Favorite that game. Favorite game so all time as a kid. Best, best Sonic game. I don't best, care. Oh, come best 3D Sonic game. I ain't afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to fight anybody. I'll play that game till I die. I literally looked up cheat codes of that game. I literally perfected City Escape to where you could just get the maximized coins. Knuckles levels, I was the champ. Tails levels were kind of mid, but at the same time, Sonic Sonic, you got to enjoy the game, but I did get to play it a little bit. Got my Chow Garden started, but I know you guys aren't here to listen to me ramble about Sonic Adventure, because if I can, I would. But Jimmy's not paying... Jimmy's not paying me to talk about Sonic Adventure. He's here, so we can talk about everything in all gaming. I am with my beautiful, lovely co-host, Julie who is looking absolutely great with her Hello Kitty headset. Julie, tell the people about yourself and what you do today. Oh, man, I really hate intros, Nick. I really hate I intros. I know, you said it last time, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying really to... Good at intros I'm, <laughs> I'm trying um, to, like... I'm trying to pass it to you a little, like, a little, be, you know, little better time. They make me a little... I feel weird, feel silly. I, <laughs> they're like, hey, I, I exist. I'm here. Um, Yay. Hope you did notice. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do anything crazy today? Any games played today? We want to know. Um, I've just been playing Genshin Impact because I have a problem. That's okay. Not with um, so, like I, I'm really recent into the game, so they just did a re rerun for Ayaka, so I had to go and grab her. Right. And, uh, if you play, you know she's 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 great. She's fun. I think of like for an anime style game. I feel like anime games, like they're starting to get a little bit better now when it comes to 2022 and stuff like that. But I feel like anime games have always had a bad rep. Like I feel like um like um like digimon games and some sort of like anime type games like that they never come out like i I remember uh one for example uh i love the anime sword art online um especially when it got to season three but the video games i wouldn't play the video games they just don't feel like they're uh they are good you know what i'm saying i'm just gonna keep it a buck with you i'm gonna be honest with you every time i look at them i'm like the anime so good so you think the game would be just as good but i'm like i just can't play it like naruto i gotta say though naruto storm the storm games are very good very fun naruto coming out with a new one i don't know if you heard that was really exciting I heard the Dragon Ball game that's going to be coming out too. Man, oh, my friend. Dragon Ball Budokai Tenchi. Everyone's yes. excited for that one. My friends in the my friends in the uh, the group chat were going crazy. Welcome, Kampaje. guys. This is my best friend Kampaje Vino. It's actually his birthday today. So if you guys are watching this live or after the fact, make sure you guys wish my wish my boy Kampaje a happy birthday, man. Love you, brother. Thank you for stopping by. If you guys. Happy Yes, sir. Happy birthday. If you guys want your guys' question or anything read online, make sure you guys participate by sending me a KYN chat. It helps pay the bills. It helps Jimmy. It helps me. Uh, it makes everybody happy. And you guys want to see Nick Tana happy. You want to see Julie happy, Jimmy happy. All proceeds do help out a lot. So make sure you guys send us your KYNs to be live on air. Man, I am just so excited. Episode 27. We got a lot of jam-packed stuff in here to talk about. First, we're going to have Julie kick us off with the question of the day. Get it rocking. So the question of today is, what was your first console you ever owned? So Mm. I feel like that one was really hard because the first thing I did, I had played on was a PC. But the first video game console I had, I would think would be 
GameCube as far back as I can remember. Twins. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, I'm a, I'm a kind of, I'm a cut you off. I'll let you get back to what you got. I'm just so excited because, like, technically, I in my heart, my first game system was the GameCube. That like I played the Super Mario Sunshines, the Sonics, all that good stuff. But like I remember having a PlayStation One and playing like Yu-Gi-Oh games on it and stuff like that. So like I could I could technically could say both, but GameCube was like what made me fall in love with gaming. Like the Nintendo games were hot. They were hot. They were good. They were good. Yes, I was like PC is technically the first platform I've ever played on. I grew up playing Unreal Tournament. But uh, my parents got us a GameCube, and uh, that's when I was introduced to Animal Crossing for the first time. And uh, mm-hmm. that was that was a comfort game for me growing up. I love that game. So, mm-hmm. and I grew up watching my mom play like Resident Evils on the GameCube. You know, I can just like mm-hmm. a lot of them, or not the GameCube with consoles. Like my parents had PlayStation's GameCubes, um, like all of it. I just right love them. <laughs> I tell this story a lot all the time, and I'd love to share this with the Gaming Gone Weird community. Uh, as a kid growing up, one of my most memorable Christmases of all time is I was about eight years old, eight, nine, somewhere around there. And I remember that Christmas Day, we opened up a, a GameCube, and we had about like nine, ten games we opened up with it. We're talking Sonic DX, Sonic Adventure, James Bond, Super Mario Sunshine. Oh, and I like- love James Bond. <sighs> Man, that Metroid so Prime. Fun. I remember we had Metroid Prime eventually down the road and like all the games that they came out with. And that was like prime after school, go to family video, rent a game, pop it in. You always go to family video and like rent stuff. That's when family video like Blockbuster, because you, we're from Ohio. I know you know about your family videos. They're everywhere. <laughs> like So. Yeah. Um No. <laughs> no, I have. I don't know if you know this about me, but. Um, in total, I have twelve siblings, and there would be okay. eight of us at a time. So renting renting movies and stuff wasn't something we did a lot. I got it you. Get, it would get destroyed or lost or anything right. like there's too many of us for that. Man, I, I have <laughs> I have I uh I have cousins, man, and they they're about a family of six, and they completely destroy everything too. But I love those guys, so I can completely understand what you mean. I'm excited to kick off the show, Julie. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you guys are watching. If you guys are watching this after the fact or watching it live, we appreciate every single one of you. But we are going to go into get into our first topic of the day. Oh, actually, my apologies. We got to get into what re- is releasing this week. This is a new segment I'm going to try and introduce into the show every week. So I can keep you guys up to with what games are coming out. Um, I forgot to upload pictures of this. Sorry, Nick Tana. Bad host. I know. All right. But we do have Remnant of Ashes that came out for the Switch yesterday. We had Chia that came out for the PC, PS5, and PS4 yesterday. Have a Nice Death actually came out today for Switch and PC. A game called Storyteller came out for Switch and PC. It's coming out tomorrow. And we have one more game that comes out Friday that I'm not going to say now because we actually have a whole segment talking about this game. But you guys are definitely going to want to hear this. If you know, you know. Real ones know. Uh, Out of any of that list, do you think you would pick up anything, Julie? I'm interested have my switch on charge right now because i'm gonna get have a nice death later once it charges see i saw that game and i remember seeing um it was, i'm pretty sure it was a nintendo presents and they showed that uh that trailer and i was like this is a game i can kind of get behind um and it, it looked great it looked beautiful i'm kind of thinking about getting it too i'm i'm a i'm a wait a second i'm a wait a second i don't know if i'll get a day one but i, I know what you're talking about it's it 
I like I was saying choice. earlier today, I want more things to play when I'm laying down, watching my Markiplier. So oh yeah, that's like really great. And who who doesn't want to play his desk? That just sounds like fun. <laughs> is, it, is it weird that a lot of my favorite games have to deal with that too? Like, bro, like, uh, like, uh, Cult of the Lamb, like we were just talking about, one of my favorite games. It's literally the title says it all, but it's like one of my favorite games ever because you're literally like, it, it mixes Animal Crossing and like Diablo type, like type dungeon crawling. And I'm like, I who love doesn't, who wouldn't play that game? Like, I just like in my head, I'm like, no, I don't know. Come on. You know, you want to like force your followers to eat poo or tell them not to eat poo, you know, like I'm right. just how it's fun. Worship you. Pay- poo, I was like, why? Yeah, and it's like that you get faith for that. They're like, "Hey, you're my guy. Thank you for that. I appreciate it." <laughs> yeah. But um, man, I was gonna say, uh, I don't know if you saw the Chia uh, trailers and stuff like that. That game looks absolutely beautiful. Um, I've been hearing a little bit stuff about uh problems um of it having problems running. Uh, it's like it's only maxes out at like thirty frames per second or think. Um, but I'd have to see it myself to believe it. Uh, that's just the Reddit streets talking, but. Honestly, I thought that game looked beautiful, and I think it's only a thirty dollars game, so definitely I mean, worth the pickup. Is not is not right. a bad price point at all for worth trying out. Right, if I'm willing to spend seventy bucks on a game, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, um, so we are going to get into our first topic of the day now. Now that I got the news out of the way, um, they released a new Remnant Two trailer, and I wanted to present this one because. It's a it's a very cool trailer and um it uh, introduces the dog companion in the game. So there is going to be a dog companion in the game. Um if you guys don't know what Remnant 2 is about, it's basically a randomized game. Um the best way I could describe it is it has a it has scripted storylines throughout the game and basically the way it works is like not everybody's going to have the same storyline. It's all scripted but it can be randomized on what you get. And I thought it was a cool topic to talk about this game in general, what because it's like who that that's one of the things that kind of annoy me with gaming nowadays is the internet is the internet. Um, everybody's going to be talking about um, kind of like spoilers. Everybody's going to kind of witness stuff before you and kind of spoil it and stuff like that. So having something randomized and like talking to you, like so if I talk to Julie and Julie's like, hey, this is I had this pause with uh, these enemies attacking me, and it's like, well. I didn't get that same enemy at all. I had different bosses and I had a different outcome than that. We'll not to not the same two people have the same storyline. And I think that's kind of cool because it, it makes games different. It makes it more, um, it just makes it more fun. In my opinion, what did you think about the trailer? Did, how'd you, how'd you feel? How'd you feel? I think it's really interesting. I like dogs and games. Um, but if I killed a dog or the dog dies, it's over. And I'm going to go and fight them in their office. That's what I got to say. Um, I did see a lot of people were talking about there were some concerns with like the difference in this one from the first one, how some of the different characters or cast or types you play didn't feel that different. But um, if that's your right. concern, they did say that they are building more archetypes so that they will feel different and better I, to play. I kind of feel that way because like even with like the dog, compa- like I feel like the dog companion's a little bit different because like you have a dog companion and it attacks for you and you can shoot from long range and stuff like that. But the archetypes I saw was just, it feels like more gunplay than anyone was saying. I saw a lot of gunplay. That was the first time I saw like something different as like a dog attacking because 
I was kind of concerned of the same thing. It just feels like everything feels the same. What is the difference from having this character to this character or to like having a different build? Um, I just thought they, the dog was the dog is stunning. I think he just took so over cute. the trailer. I know. I don't know the, the dog's name. I don't I don't know the dog's name either, but they they attacking. They attacking. They snack you can't him. pet the dog. If you cannot pet the dog, if like, you cannot no. give the dog a treat afterwards, mm, that I don't too. Want it. Exactly. Game of the year. They let you pet the dog. <laughs> let, me, let me give my dog some lovings, and, and we're good to go. Best games have best dogs. I wanted to take this moment to kind of throw in an honorable mention for some great, great dog opinions. Of course, I'm gonna go ahead and show you a little close up of our guy. You know, taking a little nap. Chilling, relaxing, snoozing after a long fought battle. Could you imagine your dog attacking a monster like that? No, I couldn't either. Then you got our little, you got our little guy right here from Far Cry. We all know this little guy. I remember the internet was. Hold on, let me fix this real quick. I remember the internet was raving when they saw this, like this little guy, and then. <laughs> and it's just he's just so small like i that's that's a dog if you could pet if you could pet that's that's him i love that little guy like a little wheel just such a helper he's just he's having the team. time of his life he's having a great day you know someone's offering him a treat that you dog know. almost make me want to play far cry six yes and last and last but not least the fallout dog <laughs> <laughs> There are a couple more dogs you gotta, you know, out there. But listen, there. listen, listen. Those are my honorable mentions. Okay, okay, listen, Julie. Honorable mention: Bullet from the Blair Witch Project. All right, that dog. He keeps his calm <laughs> from PTSD attacks and everything. Like that dog should be protected at all costs. Man, like, you ever played that game? You know, there's a moment in there you're going like, "Don't hurt my dog." Like I almost cried. Like you get feel so connected to that dog. Like. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Like, if I have a dog with me at all times, I feel like it's my job to protect. Mm-hmm. Protect. At all costs. At all costs. Um, without saying the least, though, man, that Remnant 2 trailer looked really good. And um, I just really wanted to bring it up, too, because I just I just really like the replay value that it gives you. Like, I keep on repeating and stuff like that. I always mm-hmm. like a game that it's like it feels like you're getting your money's worth. You pay uh, the price point of what you got to pay, and you should be able to do different run-throughs and not feel like the same every single time. And being able to tell stories about the game, like, throughout your peers and throughout other people and sharing, like, your experience, it's going to be different every time. And I think that's just going to be a vocal talking point in the gaming community. So. I really liked seeing the different boss designs in the trailers too. Like oh really, yeah, really fun and unique too. Mm-hmm. I really yeah, unique. I keep on seeing this one dude. He has the uh, the spikes on him. I keep on seeing that dude. But the the boss the boss variations are really cool. Yeah, that dude with the spikes. I thought he looked really really cool, and I was like, <laughs> all the bosses I, look really cool. Like it's a very it's a very scary type game. Like I feel like it it, it throws like horror and evil into it. So. I'm a sucker for horror games. <laughs> oh, aren't we all? Um, let me let me know what you guys think about Remnant 2. I'm excited for it. Are you guys going to cop? I need to know. Give me a reason for me to cop it. Uh, next on our list, we are going to talk about a game that uh, is teasing a RPG type style game. Uh, I want to talk to Julie because Julie, I'm pretty sure, is a big fan of the 
Dying Light games. Am I right? I am. I am. I have uh, actually the re- whole reason, like when the new gen consoles came out, the whole reason I ever upgraded my system was for um, Dying Light. Like, I, I loved that game to bits. And a lot of people had mixed reactions about Dying Light too, but I absolutely loved it, and I love what Techland does and did with it. It's really fun experiences for me. Yeah, no, I definitely uh, sh- shout out LOL case too. I never thought I'd bring that man's name on this podcast. All right, listen, Uh-oh. shout out to him. He, I always see him playing the Dying Light game. And he he preaches that it's a great game. He preaches, they and are. they're so fun mm-hmm. in the co-op. Mm-hmm. Well, Teclin, the one that publishes Dying Light, they're uh, they're teasing out a new RPG, a fantasy RPG, and they ended up tweeting this out saying. We never stop improving. Our newest game is set to be a narrative-driven fantasy epic with an exotic open world ready to be explored. We strive to create a compelling story-focused AAA title that combines and refines the best aspects of game plan and Teclin is known for. And I'm going to go ahead and zoom in on the picture that they teased. I like the uh, little character there. I really want to see more of that. Like the world looks beautiful, but like, oh. like just like the outfit design really intrigues me alone. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, right? I think Teclin could pull off some cool stuff with this. Like I said, with them coming out with the Dying Light One and Dying Light Two, those are two very well games. And those games, the the world that you could go in is so deep. I'm pretty sure that was like an 120 hour game. So imagine what the stuff they could do into a fantasy RPG, make it a little bit different. Cause I, I, I don't know, like there's only a few type of zombie games I could really appreciate. Like I like zombie games and stuff like that, but we got to switch it up. I want to see something different too. You good? Was it just me? Your camera froze for a second. I don't know. Might have been. I think I'm fine. Oh. I think we're good. I think we're good. All right. But um, yeah, um, something I do wonder is with Dying Light 2, they really opened up like changing the world with your choices. I wonder if that's something that they're going to bring into this game. The mm-hmm. way to influence and change the world. I just want to see them expand a little bit and try and do something different. Like that's where I get and like like I said, I'll pull up the picture again. It looks like a beautiful world. Um, like you said, the uh, the guy hanging from the tree and his little outfit designs. It looks great. He gives me mm. very Prince of Persia vibes in a way. Right. And I loved Prince of Persia growing up. Like that character that, just gives me that kind of vibe. This definitely feels like a world that I would like to uh, explore. Um, I kind of would like to picture I the moon. Oh, mm-hmm. The moon is like in pieces. Snapped. Thing yeah, snapped. that's really cool. I didn't miss that because I was so focused on like the city and that little guy. Mm-hmm. I kind of will. I kind of like it to where like I feel like in that area I can kind of explore a lot more. It gives me more of like I know this is kind of like a lot of people say this comparison with a lot of these open world like RPG type style games. Like it feels like Breath of the Wild just because like it's outside. Like I like I like being able to explore outside and being deep into that little world and being like, oh, here's the river. I could go over here and this looks a little bit different. Like being outside is like a different environment to me. Like I don't really like being inside of video games. Like, let me explore yeah, outside. Let me climb. Let me see the river. Let me see the trees. I want to climb up the trees like this guy. If we can't, I'll be <laughs> He's hanging there, baby. Like, he's chilling <laughs> for sure. That arm strength to hang on to that tiny little branch like that. You, ooh, you really got to come. Yeah, he, uh, he maxed out his strength setting for sure, bro. Like, oh, I, don't, I, I don't know how he's hanging like that. He looks so small. I, he looks like he needs to hit arm day, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, uh, I can't, how, how, how you got your whole body up on that one? Arm right, with those little. Foot. If we're yeah. talking about twigs, his arms are low key twigs. Now nah, I'm a chill. I'm a chill because this dude might be. <laughs> this dude might be him. I just thought I was excited. It's something different, and it's uh, something new from Techland. So besides zombies and stuff like that, so I'm all game. I'm all game. I can't wait to hear more. That's literally all we have, guys. Is the tweet from Techland saying. This is what we have. So we're just kind of been dissecting everything and going from there. But it looks cool. It looks cool. Yeah, it really looks cool. Okay, guys. Um, it's time to talk about one of the more exciting topics I want to talk about. Um, so I kind of talked about all the games that are going to be releasing this week. And one of the games that is coming out Friday has been getting these crazy crazy numbers uh crazy reviews and i'm i'm excited for this game i it it's a cop for me julie i know it's a cop for you i already have it pre-ordered I'm you ready. already have it pre-ordered i did not yeah. care for the price i did not care for the price guys we are talking about resident evil 4 guys the remake is dropping and it looks absolutely better than ever um the graphics look great the guns feel great and it, it i played the demo and I had an absolute best blast with it. Uh, the game starts off with Leon Kennedy uh, taking a job to save the president's abducted daughter in a small European village. The remake um, to the beloved Resident Evil is coming out Friday. And Metacritic gave it a score of 93. If you guys don't really know what Metacritic and their scores, 93 out of 100 is like one of the <laughs> best scores you can get for a game. With them saying that basically the story itself was already a masterpiece and improving quality and improving gameplay and improving visuals and improving like all the bugs that it had before you get basically a perfect game. I'm really excited about that. I literally had a bug on the old one that I was like, I can't, I can't play this. I'm really annoyed. I'm just going to wait. It feels really, really excited for this. Even with the remake, the remake looks so beautiful. It it felt like even Resident Evil 4 beforehand, it really felt like it didn't need that much of an upgrade. I felt like as alone as it is, it's still a very, very good game. But then you take this masterpiece and you literally improve everything. This but- makes me excited, to be honest. Like, I love them remaking the games. I know, like, we're getting to the point where we're like, do they really need to remake the next ones, like five and six? And I'm really like, please remake five because I love five. And I think that it's going to look as good as four, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm ready. I'm ready. At this point, like I, I thought Resident Evil 2 was magnificent. I thought Resident Evil 3 remake was good, too. And those two, like those two alone, those came out like I'm um, basically like two, three years ago, maybe like two years ago, I think. Yeah, what's really neat, what I really like is, um, I don't know if you, if you like, notice, like, the pattern. It's, like, seven, remake, eight, remake. And now, I'm like, after this one, hopefully we'll see, like, an announcement for, like, a nine. Because that'll be cool to see where we're going to go after Village. I need, I need to know what's happening after Village. I don't know if they're going to keep bring my girl Jill back. That's all I got to say. I, I think, <laughs> I think, I'm not going to spoil the game for anybody. But, like, seeing the end of Resident Evil Village, I'm, like, I kind of see where they want to go. And I'm, like, okay. I'm yeah. game. I'm game. Anything, anything that has Resident Evil and some number in it, I'm in. It cooled down. It said Re4 is going to be absolutely fire. And I couldn't agree more. I, um, 
I agree so much. I don't know if you know this. They actually changed some of the death animations for when you die to the villagers. Um, and the oh, man. Yeah, actually, a lot of people are, like, conflicted about it. But I think it's really, really cool. So, and the original, the chainsaw guy, he would just chop your head off. But now it's, like, bloodier and gorier than ever. Everyone thought that they were changing it for, for a gore reason. But now he, like, he goes right through your spine and cuts you off. And I, it's super cool. I love it personally. Just we, new death animations are really cool. Like that one mm-hmm. was just one of my favorites. You know what really made me mad? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and um, I'm gonna talk about the tr- uh, the demo because we both did play the demo, and honestly, that was like one of the funnest ten to like fifteen minutes of a demo I played. Um, first off, before we get into like explaining what happened during the demo, um, I'm just very mad. Like I can't dodge. I know where this is going. Like why can't I dodge? Because <laughs> yeah. there's like a million enemies coming after me and I couldn't get away for nothing. Like I'm over here, like playing like, like, uh, you know, that like sport where it's like freeze tag and like, you got to like run away and the other guys just trying to tag. I felt like I was playing that and I was getting cornered line where it's just like such a straight, simple line. You can't, I literally, I literally felt like I was playing call duty zombies. I'm like, I'm like just trying to get them all in one row. And I'm just like, all right, here's 10 bullets and a dream. Like, let's make it happen. Like, at that point, I'm like, okay. Because, I, dude, like, they, for one, Resident Evil game has always been stingy on what type of ammo you get. Like, you better search every nook and cranny or you're going to be walking around with five pistol bullets in, like, a boss fight. You can so, crack yeah. your ammo in the demo if you find the stuff. On, a lot of people didn't actually realize that they gave you that option in the demo. So, the only that- reason, the only reason I knew you had to craft was because, like, I was, like, about to die all the time that's fair yeah i did pretty well um also i don't know if you know um there's actually a secret area in the demo that if you run right to the right um at the start there's like a little well you can climb down and you can get in there and there's like a whole underground area to explore i didn't do it myself i did see it people talking about it and being shared so there's a reason for you to go back to the demo before it really what Um, we did talk a little bit earlier. Uh, tell the people about the other secret that they had. So there is, um, a way to input, um, a secret code to get the Mad Chainsaw, um, difficulty. Um, depending, there is one for each of them. I know for, uh, keyboard and mouse, it was hold shift and space. W-S-W-A-S-D-R-E-I-F, I think is what it was. And it's supposed to unlock this hard difficulty. Um, other people thought like you could only get it, it randomly, but there is a way to input a code. If a controller is easier for you, they do have um, controller codes. I didn't get, I couldn't get it to work um, for some reason. I think I'm just a little too stupid. <laughs> no, that is not never. <laughs> no, that is not it. Nobody said that. Just starting the game, you do have to. The requirements is you do have to hover on like the new game thing it said, and then input the code. But I ended up just accidentally starting the game instead of putting the and putting the code in. So I'm gonna have to go in and try with my controller hooked up later. I don't know what I want to get this uh get this game on. I think I'm gonna get it on PC because it did run pretty well on my PC. I do have a 3070, weird flex, I know. But like I, I think it runs pretty well on the PC regardless. I, I turned on the settings a little bit just to make sure I'm getting my frames and stuff like that. I just I didn't even mess with my settings yet, and I do not have a good computer as you, I can say that. I <laughs> Man, I, I, I'm just excited that the game is coming out. But the chainsaw demo was absolutely crazy. Um 
here's a little self promo of me playing a little bit on stream. Uh, this is what the uh, demo had in store for me. Oh my lord! Oh, okay. This is why it's called Chainsaw Man. Nice. Oh, he is creepy. Yeah, I'm good on that. That dude creeped me out. Like every time I see his face, it's in my dreams now, in my nightmares. Oh, like I think, I think what it felt like, um, as the enemies in the game just felt like they were just normal people. Like that's what always makes me like mad creep. They just seem like they're like normal people in a village, and then they just like they're chasing after you with pitchforks. Oh, and the and the hatchets. I wish I would have had a clip because I saw like the enemies will like pump fake the hatchet and then they'll like throw it at you. I guess I had I had recorded at least when I played because they got me good with a jump scare before you get to the village. I was just like wandering around looking and when you go in one of them doors, some guy jumps out at you. Oh my god, that got me so scared. Um and it was it was just a silly little jump scare, but I really enjoyed that. Got me good. I gotta say, it's it's something with it's something with those Resident Evil games that is like you know you're just gonna be like you just feel scared like at all times. Like I mean, not like scared. I feel like I'm just like on the edge of my seat. I'm like I know I'm gonna turn this corner and something could pop out, and then nothing pops out. Yeah, it's like that's what it is. It's like do not ever let your guard down because bro, Capcom does not play. Capcom will just pop some random stuff at you. So it's like I slow walk. And like literally everybody who watches me play the game, they're like, run, move. I'm like, I can't. I'm scared. And like, I literally just did the whole time. I'm like, I'm scared. I'm scared. But That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. This I game. love spooky games. And like everyone says Dead Space is the scariest game. I gotta say for me, not that scary. Not even the remake. Not that scary. I didn't really get scared at all. I played this demo and it scared me more than Dead Space did. So I have to say like, I don't know how that happened, but. It was really fun. And they did do a couple other changes um, for the game. I don't know if you remember the original intro for the game. It was kind of a concern for people. Uh, they did fix it where, where the Leon came off a little racist. They did fix that. They did fix that in That's the original. Good. If anybody good. remembers that scene, they did make that a lot better. They improved that a lot. So that was good to see. Good. They, they got a lot going for it. It's going to be really nice to see what other, what else, what other changes there are. And at least right. the bad villain does not look like a baby anymore. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just, I'm excited, I man. Let me like the trailers. If you've seen him, the old, the old guy with the white hair, he used to look like mm-hmm. a kid on the mm-hmm. game. Right. They definitely made a lot of upgrades. It's just the graphics and the quality looks very, very well. So I'm definitely excited to play some Resident Evil 4. Let me know, guys, if you guys are going to pick this one up. I'm super excited. I'll be playing day one, and I know Julie's going to be playing day one. It, it just looks great. Um, just touching up on a masterpiece. I've been rambling too much about this game. I'm just, I'm just geeked. I think we can um, go forever about this game. I could too. No, it's just, it's bro, like it's gonna, it's gonna compete for game of the year, and I already want to call that right now. It's gonna compete, and I think it could be one. Of, it's just already perfecting what has already been great so um but i do want to get into the next topic guys um unfortunately we did lose a great 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 piece in the destiny 2 community guys i am talking about lance reddick um i did want to tribute this show to him because i know a lot of people are feeling 
um, hurt inside about everything that's been going on. And I know Lance himself, just seeing everything on the internet, everything that he's done for the Destiny community and all the news that's been coming about, about how much he played the game before he passed and stuff like that. Um, you just don't see a quality guy out of this. Um, first picture I want to share is him with his dog. Love this picture. Just a beloved guy, man. Um, but we are going to talk about him and a lot of stuff that he did. <clears throat> so on March 17th, we lost a guardian and not just any guardian. Lance Reddick, also known as Zavala in Destiny series. Lance Reddick did it, did it all from acting in titles such as John Wick and the Resident Evil live action series. In the gaming industry, he was no stranger to voicing characters in Horizon Zero Dawn, the sequel to Horizon Forbidden West, and of course, Destiny 2. Bungie also spoke out about his death, saying this. Uh, Lance Reddick was an iconic pr uh, presence on screen in Destiny and most importantly in person. His love for our community shined through in Commander for Zavala and his uncompressing dedication to his craft and out of the radiant kindness that touched those around him. To say he will be missed is a profound understatement, yet no less true. Rest in, rest in peace, Lance. Um, it's definitely sad to see someone go like that. Um, but he did do it all, man. And uh, our hearts are out there to his family and everything. Um, there was an event that was going on for Destiny. And Julie was kind enough to share some screenshots of what she got from the event. And a lot of these pictures just show uh, the Destiny 2 community coming together and stuff like that. And it was very cool to see that stuff because, um, I don't know, like Destiny 2, they it was just like a time for them to come together and to show the respects. And it was kind of cool to see all these little features in-game. Um, a lot of people would sur surround Zavala. Um, shields would be going up, a bunch of salutes. And uh, usually at all times of the day that you would see this. And it was just kind of cool seeing everybody come together to show their love and appreciation to Lance. Um, but I want Julie to go ahead and explain herself. What else did you see during the uh, the event? Honestly, for me, like it was, it didn't hit me until I logged into Destiny. Like I woke up that day and literally I woke up and I was told like he had passed away and I was like that's I can't believe that and I saw everyone was getting on and paying him respects and just hanging out with him so I went in and as soon as I walked up to Zavala the first voice line that he came that came out of his mouth was I'm glad you're here guardian and that like that personally broke me just mm -hmm. to hear that and it still makes me it still makes me really sad but mm -hmm. you know I sat at the tower I want to say for a good hour and we just watched people come and chat about it like you saw that message where someone's like don't be sad this is what Zavala would want and the community is just really coming together he's he was such a big icon the most important part of destiny like there is there is no other voice actor as dedicated to this game as he was like you said he was he was working through the lightfall story the night that he passed mm -hmm. he didn't even get to the final like the final boss if you guys know you you know and honestly that was just really sad to know that he didn't make it there so right. in honor of uh lance's passing the community has agreed for the guardian games that everyone is going to play titan and we are going to win as titan for zavala um for lance that'd and be cool really cool i don't have a tight i don't know like character i have as a hunter so me myself i'm, I'm gonna make a titan it's time to read grind i think after like seeing all Lance's accomplishments and just kind of like doing a lot more research on him. He was just such a great guy. And like you said, he was just very dedicated to the character. Um, I remember seeing a video of him actually reading off 
um, memes that people would send in about like the Guardian games and stuff like that. And um, Zavala's voice and everything. I love. He's such an icon. He was such a gift to our community. And he just like right before the passing, he joined a Destiny Two clan and he played the game right before. Like that is insane. That he just like he was so into character and he was so into his game that he played it and. It's just, it's something that you don't see like on a regular day basis. You like you feel like that's like I feel like that's kind of like you like go to work and you go home and you go to work. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he had love for whatever he did and he put so much emphasis and love in what he did. And it's it's just like it sucks, man. I mean, life just gets to you, but I mean, it's just very cool to see the Destiny 2 community come together and to show their respects and everything that's been going on in the community. Um it's just one of the one of the more professional and like best things they've done together as a community. So uh, personally, I loved it, loved every second of this and uh, keep it up. Destiny Two community. And like I said, um, here in my heart, Lance, um, you did play the Lightfall expansion. I did. It's actually the mm. first time I've come back to Destiny in a while. Like I would come back and I'd play like the DLC and whatever. I skipped Witch Queen upon its release. Um, okay. If you know me, I have a big phobia of moths. And uh, the whole Witch Queen DLC was about Savasun is just a giant moth. But when I saw all the light fall trailers and stuff, I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and I'm going to play Witch Queen and I'm going to get ready for Lightfall. And I played mm-hmm. through it. And it's got some mixed reactions. But for me personally, so much fun. Strand, for me, is one of my favorite class abilities. I absolutely Love the grapple. Just getting to swing around like a little Spider-Man around around cities, mm-hmm. around the planet. It's so much fun. Um, and there is a lot going on. I gotta say, if you uh, if you care about the lore and the story, I do say you gotta get in here and you gotta play the season that's currently going on right now. Um, I won't spoil anything, but yesterday our new like seasonal quest released and some really big stuff happened and a lot of us we kind of knew this thing was coming the way the story was headed but that's it nothing's gonna really prepare you for that and it's and it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see where it goes from there and especially with with Zavala's passing because he's always been or Lance Zavala Mm -hmm. it's it's gonna be very interesting to see where all of this goes from here yeah, I'm curious to see how they carry on with it, man, because I feel like deep down I don't want Zavala to die. Um and it's gonna be hard. Know, it's also gonna be hard to have him recast. It's, it's yeah. very very hard. Mm-hmm. It just it just it already hurts even with like Kate and everything, also adding that element to it. It's gonna it's gonna hit. It's gonna feel like a completely different thing, man. Because I mean everybody took it to heart. When Cade, man, I was like, even I, 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 I was cry to this day about Cade. They added a for Lightfall. They added a little memorial it, for Cade. It meant something. It meant something to me. It meant something to me. That's when I was playing Destiny too. I was grinding. I don't grind no more. Y'all are different demons who grind that game. I try. I'm gonna. My wife told me that we're getting back into it. Yes, my wife tells me what games we're playing. She told me we're <laughs> gonna try and get back into it. Um, so I will be trying out the new uh, DLC and stuff like that. Really? With Lightfall, they actually did bring, for new and returning players, they brought a system along that kind of tells you what you should be focusing on, what you should be doing, so outside of DLCs and stuff, mm-hmm. um, called your journey, um, and it will actually give you, like, little quests, so, um, like, right now, I'm stuck on one where it's like, you gotta do Lost Sectors Legendary Solo, that one, it's really absolutely hard, but they literally tell you, like, play five Nightfalls, 
go do this, go do that. Because a lot of a, a big complaint for new lights or new players or little kindergartens was they don't really <laughs> 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 Kindergartens. Yo, what? Kindergartens. The complaint was that no one really knew what they were doing and the game can be overwhelming at first for either returning or, or kindergartens. And kindergartens is kind of an insult to be honest with you no that's it's her name we call them new lights or kindergartens this is just it's fun it's fun it's all in good fun kindergartens look one of my favorite things when it came to um to destiny a lot of people to this day they disagree with me i'm telling we gotta hop on the gambit we gotta hop on the gambit i gotta get my gambit rounds in that was one of my favorite for you gambit. it's gone isn't it no, it's not gone. So the thing is, the issue I was about to, right I was about to flip it's my desk and PVEP, and especially Gambit. Gambit's not at a state that people are happy with. Gambit's been kind of neglected. Um, it's not the Gambit I remember when I played either. It's very mm-hmm. different from when they first launched it. And I liked it a lot when they first launched it. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone's calling and asking for them to bring Gambit Prime back because Gambit Prime was like the most fun Gambit was. But I agree with you. Like, I loved Gambit when it released, but like, I can see like it's they haven't done anything with it. We haven't gotten any new maps for Gambit Prime, like, nothing. But apparently, um, I was reading and there's not really a PvP team anymore, especially with Crucible. So I'm not sure what's going to go on, what's going to happen. It's just kind of neglected, unfortunately. Well, regardless, I'm going to try getting back into it. I think I'm going to make a Titan build. In honor of Lance, to be honest, bro. I mean that it's it's been hurting, bro. I've been thinking about it ever ever since I was writing the script for this uh for this podcast. Let me guys know, man. Can I get a can I just just throw up one of these in the comments if you guys see this afterwards or during the fact it would mean a lot to us. Um, we are gonna move on. Uh, we have a few more topics we want to talk about. Again, I do want to thank everybody here that is watching live and everybody that is watching this after the fact. I do appreciate it. If you guys could do me a favor, if you guys haven't already, make sure you guys hit a sub, tell a friend, make sure you guys check us out so you guys can see us more. We're live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, so make sure you guys hit the sub button if you guys don't want to miss us. Um, you don't but- want to miss us. Trust. <laughs> trust. Trust. Um, next subject I do want to talk about is the, uh, the Xbox mobile store. So whenever you're on your mobile app, uh, do you have an iPhone or a Google phone? Like a, I have an iPhone. iPhone. So you use the, the app, like the, uh, whatever the app store that Apple has Apple store or yeah, whatever. Uh, the, just, I think it's just called the app store. I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> well, it's looking like that little Phil Spencer is trying to dip his toes into the Xbox mobile store. Uh, coming to news, Xbox has already been making waves in with the recent buying of Activision and Blizzard that has taken been over the gaming industry with headlines. Phil Spencer announced that Microsoft plans to open up a mobile store in 2024. He says, in quotes, I think it's a huge opportunity when we want to be in a position to offer Xbox and content from both of both us and our third-party partners across any screen where somebody would want to play. Today, we can't do today, we can't do that on mobile devices, but we want to build towards a world that we think will be coming where those devices are opened up. Do you think this is a good plan by Xbox to try and get dip their toes into the mobile uh, store? 
Personally, I think it's very smart. Mobile gaming has come and gone a very long way. And a lot mm-hmm. of people, they don't have anything but their phones to play games on, especially True. a lot of parents don't really want their kids having a console, can't afford it yet. So they play on their phones, cheap phones, they give them old phones. I think, honestly, it's a really good idea. And I'm excited to see what they bring and what kind of games are going to come with it. Right. Because you got to think in in theory, the Activision Blizzard through, if it goes through, which we kind of expect that it will, you have Candy Crush that could be coming. Think of all all the stuff that comes through. It's like, oh, you're telling me I could buy my Candy Crush. People spend money in Candy Crush. Don't call me crazy. I'm pretty sure my grandma spent money in Candy Crush at one point. Because she wanted, because she wanted to keep on trying. Because I think you only get so many tries. Whatever. And also, like COD Mobile, if that comes with the Xbox stuff, and you got to buy the Battle Pass through there, I think Minecraft it's going to open on, the, on mobile devices, so they could bring oh. that through. Yeah, like there's like many, many different versions of Minecraft, like just leaving like ripoffs of my. So even if they brought that like completely and fully to mobile. Like with their support, that would be real. That would do so well too. Don't get me started with that. Uh, that money pit of Diablo Immortals. You thought you all thought you could still slide to this day. Y'all were throwing in trillions of dollars into that game to get every single gear. I I didn't forget. Nick Tana did not forget when y'all were doing that. But no, I definitely think they can because I feel like for the longest of time it's always been the uh, the Google App Store and then the um the Apple Store, like the Apple App Store. And, and I feel like. I have just the regular Xbox app on my thing, and I like to look at the games on there already. So all the time, right? And if they come out with more certain stuff, like if you could buy Microsoft points through there, or if like they come out with like a a plethora of new games for the mobile device, I think it would be kind of interesting to see and cool. Um, I think it's a good idea. I think it's kind of cool to take over. I just want to see where they go. Um, It's it's gonna take some time, they say, but I mean they're. They're trying to get on your screens. They're trying to be everywhere. They're trying to wherever there's a way. There's Microsoft. You know what I'm saying? Like you can play on console, and now they want you to be on your phones and stuff like that. They want to be everywhere. They want to take over gaming. So yeah, I heard there were even rumors about them coming to like the um, Nintendo, like Switches and stuff with the collaboration. On, they're on, they're they're, uh, they're everywhere. They're testing. I think that's the one thing that they said they they're, they're kind of like lacking on. Uh, next for them, like if they 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 might try to release like a Steam Deck version of Xbox because the only thing or like try teaming up with like Amazon and doing like a whatever they had the uh, the portable thing. I forgot what it was called, uh, but they had their own little portable device too. What was it called? The uh, they they shut it down. The st- the Stalia the Stalia. Remember the Stalia. You don't remember what I'm talking about? I do someone's not, got, actually. Someone's got to back me up here. Yeah, my <laughs> game knowledge is like going through. I didn't, I didn't know Amazon had one, to be honest with you. Oh, like, man. Like, like when it you was, said that, I was like Stadia, but no. Stadia, that's, that's, isn't it the Stadia? No, Stadia is Google's like cloud service that they shut down. <sighs> It was one of them. I think that's what I'm talking about. But like, they're probably looking to get out on like the mobile versions because they don't have nothing. So if they can try and team up with Nintendo, that would be kind of clutch. Nick making these consoles up. Listen, you guys get. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm not. Listen, listen. Do not tell Jimmy I'm making up fake news. I'm not making up fake news. All right. Listen, listen, Jimmy. I'm not. I promise you. I promise you. I do my research. Listen, listen. Okay. <laughs> listen. Okay. No. Okay. I'm just saying. In in theory, they're gonna try and push out a mo- a way to be playing on the go. So if they could try and do that through Nintendo and put their games on there, they could power power their games because they already said Nintendo and them are gonna sign a 10 year game so you can play Call of Duty on the Switch. Don't know how good that's going to go for them because I don't know if the the software or the the is, system I itself. I can't imagine it's going to look good. Like Dead by Daylight, <laughs> not there's a lot going on with behavior. That's a whole different thing. But Dead by Daylight runs like like to in order to get it to play good, they have to sacrifice graphics, and so that for me is kind of scary to see like coggling on the Switch. Mm-hmm. It'll be very interesting to see, but there are some other rumors coming up. Because if I, for Switch Pro, so I mean that might be the system to put it that's on. That's the that's the only reason video. I'm that's the only reason I'm not buying an, an OLED Switch because they come out with the Switch Pro, it's over for day one. But like mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like if I have to if I have to play on my Switch and I'm playing crossplay against a dude who has a 240 hertz monitor that's pressed his nose to the monitor, I'm losing. I'm losing. There's no point for me to load it up. I'm literally just. Pack it yeah, up. Yeah, that's definitely one you'd have to turn off crossplay for. There's no yeah. way. Like, even like I played Dead by Daylight with people who played on the Switch, and um, one of my friends, she couldn't see, um, literally the killer standing right behind her. Michael Miles standing right behind her. She's crosswalking, like so. It's like hopefully they. I imagine that Activision could handle it better, better handle it better than Behavior did in terms of graphics and stuff. Right. You can only hope. I mean yeah that's nuts man i that's a whole different topic man i i would love to see what the like what they're gonna try and put on the switch but yeah so xbox will be be coming to an app store towards you soon i'm 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 willing to see what they what they're trying to do um we're wrapping up the end of the show i want to do this a lot more um i was on reddit the other day browsing the streets and i was kind of exploring indie games and i kind of want to highlight an indie game every week uh, this one, uh, I titled it Weird Game Wednesday. Name could change. So, uh, but this game is called Far World Pioneers. And I'm going to go ahead and show you guys a little trailer real quick. <clears throat> so basically, this game is published by Tiny Build. It's an open world sci-fi sandbox. Explore alone or with friends in multiplayer. Build and manage colony- colonies on alien planets and recruit AI survivors with unique personalities and skills. Craft, build, mine, and farm together or strap an electric death rifle to your back and take on the galaxy. This game is developed by someone named Igloo Soft, and I think this game looks pretty cool, to be honest. Like, I think it looks very nice. Um, it kind of reminds me of a lot of Minecraft, like, especially with that little thing, the way he was building. It looked like a 2D Minecraft, the way he was kind of building his base and stuff like that. I could see uh, that. Yeah, I thought about Minecraft, too. What did you <laughs> think about the trailer, out of curiosity? I... Honestly, I'm just mostly intrigued by um, all that building. Like, how high can you? Did they? Was that someone else that built? Like, in that one scene where it's like goes really, really high up. Um, did they build that, or was that already pre-built stuff? And I'm just wondering, is it just gonna like? I don't know. You know, is it is it gonna be really exploratory inside of buildings too, or is it just gonna be mostly outside? I'm I really, want. I'm really excited for co-op. I love co-op games. 
Right. If it's something that I could play with a friend, that would be kind of cool because then we can kind of like build a base together and then we could take on everything together. Um, in the trailer, they were talking about it went from like to like day 55. So I don't know how long this game actually can take. It feels like you could explore and you could keep on moving and moving and moving. Um, one of the things that like really, I'm not going to lie. The only reason I really looked up this game, it, it looks very fantastic. Trust me. I, I I did like the Minecraft stuff and like, I'm pretty sure you could build super high. Like the way it felt like it was the 2d building was I saw these, uh, these little monsters, bro. And they're like seal humans. They got little pants. They got little pants on. And like, I want have a speedo. Right. <laughs> right. I was like, when I saw these, I was like, this is, this is comical. I ain't never seen a boss like that. <laughs> and it was just interesting. And then I, it made me do research. I'm like, why is this seal so handsome? But then you get to the legs and it's very creepy at the same time. I don't think I've ever like, like you, like, you know how like there's a mermaid where like you have the human up top and the tail at the bottom. Fish it with were, legs. Oh yeah. my goodness. Don't a fish with legs. It. Yeah. I've literally been so tired that I literally like, there's probably audio recordings of me somewhere crying about fish with human legs because. Ooh, it's creepy. That terrified me so bad. And I was like half asleep and <laughs> myself started recording me talking about fish with legs and played them back to me in the morning. Cause I was like, you know, you get so tired. You just don't know what's going on anymore. Oh so Yeah. Like, I yeah, feel you on oh, that. Mix and me do not mix, but mm-hmm. I like the the seal with the pants. We can we the, can get along. We can we can we can we can keep with the seal with the pants. That's honestly the best idea. Um, no, I I, I uh, just with everything though. Like I think the trailer did represent itself really well. Um, and I definitely want to bring more titles to this um to this platform more and kind of highlight some of what the indie developers do, man. Because there's a lot of indie developers out there that you guys might not even know about. So giving them a spotlight and showing off their game it looks very yeah. cool. Personally, like um, I really like horror games, and if you watch Markiplier, you know he does a lot of indie horror games. And because of him and that, um, you know, frequently I'll browse Game Jolt if you if you really like uh, indie games. That's a really mm-hmm. good place. To for games mm-hmm. me and you we might have the team up in some far world i'm telling oh, you we could build something <laughs> super crazy kinda, um i've been playing a game called project zomboids lately and it kind of kind of gives me i think, those, I think those i've heard of that a little bit it's pretty it's pretty tough it's pretty tough um mm. i've lost too many characters already i'm not very good <laughs> but it's pretty fun it's pretty fun mm. but you i really like building and and playing with friends so those are two winners in my book sounds like we're gonna be copping copping for sure man i appreciate everybody that stayed to the very end of the show seriously thank you guys more than anything this has been episode 27 of gaming gone weird um i appreciate you guys so 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 much i'm gonna give julie the floor real quick uh julie tell the people where they can find you and uh what you plan on doing this week I am definitely going to be streaming and playing some Resident Evil 4 this week. I've been lacking on my streams, but Resident Evil 4 is really bringing us back. Like we talked about, really excited about that. And you can find me on any social media platform at JulieXWolf. Um, and hopefully we can we can chat and hang out. So, other <laughs> than that, I'm not really good at introducing myself in outro. Sorry, guys. <laughs> It's good. It's good. You did great. I appreciate Julie being here for another episode. Guys, this has been Nick Tana. Um, If you guys want to keep up more with me, you guys are more than welcome to check me out on Twitter. 
uh, at you love Nick Tana, or you guys can catch me live on Twitch every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, where we play the greatest and best games. Uh, right now, we are trying to finish up Code of the Lamb, but we are going to be starting Resident Evil as well. And we're just going to be working on just completing the backlog of our games and just trying to finish our games because my friends say I don't finish my games and I took offense to that. So catch me there. If you guys want to see me do reviews and talk about more gaming that you guys don't see on here, you love Nick Tana on YouTube is the perfect, perfect place to find this. If you guys want more, know your news, check us out on Twitter. Everything will be in the description below. Make sure you guys sub, leave a like comment, tell someone you love them. And that's going to be it for us. I appreciate you guys kicking with us. Thanks for being weird. And until next time, peace out. If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.